Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to lock on to your favorite college and NFL prospects, powered by the brand that you come to know and trust, Destination Debbie. Welcome to the Elite Seekers Fantasy Football Podcast. Now introducing our host, the creator of the Elite Seekers Podcast. He goes by the name of Ben Eby. You can find him on all social media platforms at the Ben Eby. You ready to take flight? We locked on, ladies and gentlemen. Smash that subscribe button. Let's get them trophies brought back to the hotel. Here we go. Hey, what's going on, Elite Seekers? Hopefully you've been listening in and you got to check out last week's episode, which was number 50 in the entire Elite Seekers history here on Destination Debbie Radio. So I appreciate every one of you reaching out, saying congratulations, those sort of things. It really, really means a lot, you know, especially when we're here in the off season of what we do here, looking at high school prospects, not in season, you know, trying to figure out what other sports people are up to and really just give you a head start as far as the prospects go when you're looking at your future of your Debbie teams, your C2C teams, or you're just, you know, trying to get ahead of the fandom for whatever university it is that you follow along with. But with that said, we are also reaching the halfway point here in the Elite Region Series. As far as geography goes, we're going to go ahead and finish up with a group of states today. There's going to be seven states in total, and they really kind of make up the center line here of the United States map when you're looking at it. So, you know, we scoured all over. I felt like this was a good way to get a, a good chunk of states in there, give you some of the top prospects along the way as we've been doing throughout the Elite Region Series. But the states we're going to go after today, Montana, Wyoming, North Dakota, South Dakota, Nebraska, Kansas, and Oklahoma. And they all really, you know, have something to offer here and there. So we're only going to talk about the most elite players. And again, some of these states have a lot less players, right? It's, it's small towns and, you know, a lot, of, a lot of space in these areas when you're talking about North Dakotas and your South Dakotas and your Wyoming's, Montana's especially. And then we have a few more prospects to look at when it comes to Nebraska, Kansas, and Oklahoma. But you never know. The whole point of this show, the whole point of this Elite Region series is to dive deep enough so that we really can find those diamonds in the rough. Because that's the ones that are going to show up freshman year and turn into a guy like Braylon Allen, for example. But we got a lot of those to find, and, and we got a lot more digging to do, because we are talking about the high school class of 2023. But when we have one, two, or three years of, of high school film on these guys, and it can be an absolute challenge, really just trying to find plays, trying to find different film. We use Huddle, we use YouTube, social media, across the board, really. Again, just trying to figure out you know, what these guys are playing like, trying to figure out clues onto what their mental makeup is. Are they a go-getter? Are they a competitor that raises the level of those around them? Just trying to find out what those intangibles are to go with the skills that we do see on film and then try to put it all together and create our best version of a prediction on who can be elite and who is maybe someone that, you know, we're not expecting to reach that elite level or even reach the NFL level, you know, at that point. So let's uh, go ahead and have some fun here. We're going to start off with the quarterbacks as we always do. And these two, I'm very, very excited about. You're not going to see too much on them uh, as far as social media goes yet. But I do think that will change a lot over the next year of high school football. Target, on in three, two, one. 
First up is Avery Johnson out of Mays High School in Mays, Kansas. Six foot three, 175 pounds. Avery Johnson, not to be confused with Avery Johnson, formerly of the NBA and Division I college basketball coach, but this Avery Johnson can absolutely fly. Now, the first thing that stands out to me about Avery Johnson is the fact that he's a star at multiple sports. When I watched his basketball film, and yes, I do watch basketball film, I noticed just how athletic he was. He's a guy that will go up at 6'2", 6'3", don't know exactly what his height is, but somewhere in that range, and he will jump over and dunk on guys. He just has incredible bounce, incredible speed, just a, a real bursty type athlete that you know plays a position at quarterback where you know, if you get these throws down and you figure out this timing and you figure out this accuracy, you become a very, very tough weapon to defend. And that's essentially what the college football game is all about. That's what the NFL is all about. It's about how many weapons can we get on the field that make it just impossible for a defense to defend one style. And Avery Johnson brings that. He is a, a star basketball player, a star quarterback. And his legs are incredible. Yes, he does take off early and often. And he piles up the rushing yards. We think he's going to come in somewhere around a 4-5 right now, 40-wise. You look at his, his play speed and it's just, you know, someone where if he sees a hole, if you give him any sort of lane, if you don't stay, you know, really patient to your assignment as far as the defensive lineman goes, then Avery Johnson is going to be gone. He's going to take it to the house. That's what he does. Now, he's currently the number one overall prospect coming out of Kansas, regardless of position. But what blows my mind is he's not even ranked in the top 150 when it comes to a lot of these recruiting services. And I think that is a big time mistake. Yes, he's the 11th quarterback overall, if you're looking at a site like 24-7 Sports. But this kid just has an insane amount of potential. The offers are starting to roll in. This was someone who originally wanted to pick his college early. He had mentioned he wanted to do that so that he could help recruit the rest of the class for wherever he was going to end up. But with how the college landscape continues to change, how we see transfers just moving about, how we see coaching changes happening left and right, he decided to take a little bit longer in this process. Now, just looking back to you know this year alone, the offers that have rolled in from January through February, Nebraska, Arkansas, Pitt, Virginia, Memphis, and and most recently, University of Washington with their new coaching staff. Before that, he already had some great visits. He got offered by Missouri. He had a visit with Arkansas. He had an offer from Arizona, Auburn, Wisconsin. It just is a kid that screams massive potential and someone that I think is going to just really move up the ranks and go out there and really help a college team be a dynamic playmaker. Now he's going to have to add on some weight. He's definitely going to have to add on weight. Being a dual threat quarterback, you got to be able to take some of these hits. Perfect example for me was, you know, Russell Wilson coming in early. Compact player. He took a lot of hits over his career, but was really durable because he had that, that extra muscle to really allow him to stay on the field. He also had the smarts to get down and slide a lot. That's something that I think we're going to want to see from a player like Avery Johnson. Being as thin as he is, he's, he's very comparable. 24-7 compared him to uh, a Haynes King type quarterback out of Texas A&M. And I agree. 
really slender frame, just extreme athleticism. I think there's there's probably a little more potential as far as the arm goes for me with Avery. Some of the the throws that he made, and it's more flashes at this point. Were really nice. I mean, he has a great ability to just throw it a whole bunch of different arm angles and, and really drop the ball in the basket. You know, hit guys on the fly. You know, run out to one side, not all rush down the field. Keep his eyes down the field and then just chuck some amazing deep balls off platform. So you got to pay attention to this kid, Avery Johnson, a stud out of Mays High School in Kansas, and one I'm looking forward to seeing grow this next high school season. This is your diamond in the rough alert right here. Reed Harris, a six foot five quarterback. Out of Great Falls, Montana. Yes, Great Falls, Montana. We're talking about a quarterback in the small town there. This one uh, I was really excited about. Watching his film, I cannot believe he's currently ranked outside of the top 60 at quarterback alone. Not even ranked when it comes to the top 300. And uh, I, I just think this kid is going to absolutely blow up. You watch him. He's not just the quarterback. He plays safety as well. But I think quarterback's going to end up being the position of choice for him. And he is a physical, physical player. You watch him light guys up, a la a Taylor May is light. Um, Just some vicious hits out there from the safety position. So, you know, that definitely could intrigue some schools out there. But I think what's fun about him is he's that big and he, he loves the contact at the quarterback position as well. He's definitely big enough to handle it. Um, his speed is incredible. He has currently listed on his huddle that he runs a 4.4840. Hey, who knows how accurate that is? But I will tell you, when you watch his playing speed, he has breakaway speed. He has the ability to spin out, just great agility, great footwork to spin out, keep plays alive, take off downfield, throw the ball downfield, big arm. You know, can see over the the lineman there with his great height, and I think. He's going to be a late riser. A lot of colleges are coming to knock on the doors. A little bit later, only has 11 offers right now. But what you're starting to see is is some bigger schools offer this kid. And I really shouldn't even be calling him a kid. He is a man-child. When you watch him, he's just a a physical beast out there. And uh, the schools that have currently offered him so far is Boston College, Central Michigan, Colorado State, Idaho, Idaho State, Iowa State, Montana, Montana State, Oregon State, Utah State, and then Minnesota, Oregon, and Montana Tech have been looking at him. No offers so far there. But this is a kid that is just kind of ramping up momentum right now, and somebody you have to keep on your radar. I promise you, nobody's heard of him. And if you are talking to someone that's heard of him, you better pay attention to who else they are watching because you got to dig deep to find someone like three star Reed Harris out of Great Falls, Montana. Just a kid that has incredible physicality incredible competitiveness to him and someone that I think is going to burst onto the scene for a school that I wouldn't be surprised to see it end up being in the Pac-12. I think that, you know, Oregon State coming out with that offer is going to, you know, perk the interest of some of the other schools there, depending on their quarterback situation. But this is a kid you want to get on your team, on your football field, and watch what he can do. Reed Harris, my diamond into the rough of the show at 6'4", 200 pounds out of Great Falls, Montana. Next up, looking at this region, it is the running back position. And this one was pretty easy for me. 
John Randall Jr. or John Randall II is who stood out to me pretty easily out of heights in Wichita, Kansas. He's a star. He's an absolute star in the making. He's going to have to put on a little bit of weight, but at that six-foot frame, that should not be an issue. He's already listed over 180 pounds, so not worried about that at all. But what really stands out is John's track speed is on display on every single possession, really. Uh, Every time he touches the ball, he puts his foot in the ground, and he can be gone in a flash. You look at his actual track speeds, and you're not blown away. But I think that's one of these times where, you know, playing speed actually comes out there. You know, just like comparing playing speed to a 40, and, and it shows you, you know, what it's all about when it's on the field. And that's what John Randall Jr. does. He's a guy that shows you every time he totes the rock, I'm ready to break it big. But I love it because he is a guy that can, you know, put his foot in the ground and, and one cut and, and be gone. But he also, also really works on his footwork. Just crazy fast feet, allows him to make little adjustments in play with just great instincts, great vision, and he finds the holes more often than not. I think this is going to be a prospect that really turns some heads wherever he ends up choosing to go. I mean, the offers are just all over the place right now. He has 25 offers on the table. It's from some big-time schools, so they're absolutely recognizing the ability he has there. Arizona State, Arkansas, Boston College, Colorado, Florida State, uh, Illinois, Iowa, Iowa State, Kansas, Kansas State, Kentucky, Louisville, Michigan State, Mississippi State, Missouri, Nebraska, Oklahoma State, Ole Miss, Oregon, Penn State, TCU, Tennessee, Virginia Tech, Washington State, and West Virginia. So again, this is a prospect that everybody's paying attention to. Every school wants to get their hands on John Randall Jr. And if they do, they're going to have an explosive playmaker on the backfield. Just great hands. A guy that can get out there, find the the seams, find the open spots on the field, and, and be an outlet for his quarterback. You see that consistently on his film and again you already know what he's about when he has the ball in his hands I already mentioned that just extreme burst extreme acceleration uh just uncanny ability to find small creases out there and just take it to the house so uh, I really do believe this is a big time prospect you know currently a four-star already so again he is getting the respect with those offers that are on the table his dad played uh running back for Kansas back in 2003-2004 His uncle also played for Oklahoma State, was a two-time first-team All-Big 12 running back for Oklahoma State, and then he ended up playing a few seasons for the Dallas Cowboys. So this is a family that just is is athletic and talented, and and this kid is putting in the work. You see a lot of great film out there on him putting in uh, a lot of footwork drills, and I'm not sure if it's with the trainer or with his dad or with his uncle, uh, but you definitely see the support there from from that bloodline, right, with with his dad having played, his uncle having played, and I think they know how to get him prepared, and he seems willing to put in the work because he's an absolute stud when he steps on the football field. So John Randall Jr., easily out of this region, my top running back with truly elite potential. I really, really believe that. So check off the box. Let's see where he ends up committing to with all these great offers on the table. One. Stepping over to the wide receiver position, let's talk about Cole Adams, the 5'10", 180-pound receiver in the 2023 high school class out of Owasso, Oklahoma. This guy is a blazer. Only a three-star, which is kind of crazy right now, I'm not going to lie, but I, I really think that you're going to see uh, him jump up to a four-star probably in the next 
I don't know, month or two. Uh, he's just tearing it up as far as the offseason circuit goes. And, and the speed that he possesses is pretty special. And then whenever you throw a, you know, last five offers like he has over the last really month and a half, that's really going to, you know, send your stock skyrocketing. And let's talk about those last five offers. That's Alabama, Texas A&M, LSU, Tennessee, and Mississippi State. So we got a lot of big schools coming to him from the SEC. And there's a reason for that. Look at this kid's track time. In 2021, so last April, he ran a 10.6500 meter dash. Yes, 10.65. He also ran the 222.27 seconds. He ran the 60 meters in 6.98 seconds. We're just talking about just incredible speed. A guy that will take the top off of your defense every time. And I mean every time. Cole Adams is the real deal. Now, what I'd like to see from Cole Adams is what can he do as far as, you know, shorter passes and taking those ones to the house. We just see a lot of, hey, just run and go routes. And that's great. And it works. And he had over 900 receiving yards this past season with eight touchdowns. He also put up a punt return touchdown and three kick return touchdowns. And what I really like about that, I talk about this at the college level all the time. When you see guys that can go out there on special teams and score touchdowns like that in in a consistent way, or even just rip off big runs in a consistent way when it comes to special teams, you know they have good vision. They have a good understanding of angles, what to do with the ball in the open field. And, And they're someone that is going to possess Quick change ability, you know, change of direction ability. They're going to possess an ability to accelerate, to slow down, to use blockers, and just kind of see that whole process play out ahead of time. And I think that's why you're going to see a lot of schools be all over Cole Adams. Now, if he ends up somewhere like Alabama, we know what they could do with speed. Is he going to have to fight to get on the field? Absolutely. Absolutely. But I'm telling you, the raw athleticism is there. The ability is there. It's just a matter of him finding the right spot where he can go out there and develop and turn this speed into more than just speed. Cole Adams, a really, really fun three-star and the guy that I pick out of this region for our you know, most potential uh, from the wide receiver position. This was another pretty easy position for me, and that was the tight end position. Going with Luke Haz out of Bigsby High School in Bigsby, Oklahoma. He's currently committed to Arkansas as of January 22nd this year, and there's a reason for that. He was going to go to Oklahoma, but with Lincoln Riley moving on to USC, Luke Haz had to make up his mind, change it up a little bit, and Arkansas is where he chose he really reminds me a lot of Dawson Knox, just the athleticism he brings to the table. And he's a guy that goes up there and just catches ball after ball, just mossing the defensive players. They really have no chance. Incredible speed, just great vision in the open field. He just does a good job of, of finding the open spots and creating a big target for his quarterback. And he seemed to have a really good rapport with his quarterback there at Bigsby this year and the previous year as well. So uh, Alabama missed out on this one. They were all over it. I I mentioned what happened with Oklahoma, but Arkansas with a huge, huge commitment from Luke has someone that we think is going to go out there and, and just use that fluid athleticism to make some major plays. You look at what Brock Bowers was able to do for Georgia this year. And I think Luke has, has a little bit of that ability. I think the speed is there. 
I think the fluidity is there. He played wide receiver and, and outside linebacker mostly for his high school. So, you know, again, this is not a guy that was coming in listed as a tight end. He is a little smaller. Uh, I said 6'4". Maybe he's a 6'3.5 guy. But either way, the way he plays, the physicality he plays with, with blocking, he loves to pancake defensive players. He goes out there and he absolutely just crushes guys on blocks because he loves the physicality. You just, you just see a kid that enjoys the football game and is extremely, extremely competitive. And I think Luke has, has what it takes to move on to the NFL level. So mark that name down at the tight end position out of this region. Luke has is a special player in the class of 2023 when it comes to high school. So that gets us to the halfway point of the United States. If you're looking at the map, and uh, it's been pretty exciting so far with the Elite Region Series. I think we've done a good job. We found some guys that normally you wouldn't hear of if you're just looking at top-rated players only, but some guys with some big-time potential. So we're going to go ahead and finish up with the quote of the show, as we always do here at Elite Seekers. So here it is. The point of goals isn't to achieve them. The point is who you become on the way to them. Yes, you got to remember that. Don't be afraid to set big goals. Go after them. Quit coming up with excuses as to why you can't get there. It doesn't matter. It's about the journey to hitting those goals. It's about who you're becoming on the way to those goals. There's, there's so many good pieces to that quote. Hope that one helps out a little bit. I hope that rings in for a few of you out there. But again, as always, we appreciate you so much. This was episode 51 overall of the Elite Seekers podcast here on Destination Devi Radio. And as always, please check out the other shows on the radio network as well. We have some incredible, incredible shows out there. And uh, just had a fun meeting today with the rest of our team. So big things coming. Be sure to subscribe. Check it out. Follow everybody here on Twitter. And as always, if you need anything, reach out at the Ben EB on Twitter. And I will get back to you as soon as I can. Thank you. And that's all we have this week. Elite Seekers out. Elite Seekers.